So I leave feeling concerned about this moment in history, but reassured by the standards we've set here. We didn't tolerate propagandists, and this network and program never will. Ah, yes, Chunk Todd will be moving on from the once great Meet the Press program and will be replaced by, uh, you know, a uh, woman of color. Is she on the LGBTQ spectrum as well? I, because if she's not, why not? I need to know. And there he is. They've upheld standards. They did not, they did not countenance propaganda. During his 10 years, amazingly, as the host of Meet the Press. No, sir, he would not. He would not tolerate propaganda. Because, you know, he's such a great journalist. Unless you count uh, all the propaganda that, that he propagated for years and years, particularly, but not limited to the Trump years. You know, there was Hillary Clinton's um, Hillary Clinton's fake dossier, which was her opposition research, which was used and abused by the intelligence community, the FBI, the American news media, in order to attack and undermine President Trump, but pay no attention to that because, uh, you know, that's uh, not propaganda. It's, it's, uh, it's journalism. That's uh, what's the difference. In fact, if you go to the liberal to English translation dictionary, and you uh, look up propaganda, one of the definitions, I think the third or fourth definition is journalism. It's uh, pretty amazing stuff. The Russian collusion propaganda, that went on for years. It was on every Sunday on uh, Meet the Press. The Russian collusion, it was all a lie. It was all propaganda. The Steele dossier was propaganda. It was just Hillary Clinton's opposition research. There was nothing real about it. The mostly peaceful riots that the Democrats, the You know, they told us that they were mostly peaceful when they were violent riots. Thousands were being injured. Dozens were killed. Billions in property damage, all literally true. And then, of course, well, there was Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. That was uh, propaganda of the first order, right? Uh, What, January 6th, January 6th, lots of uh, propaganda there. In fact, there is a new uh, story on that today from John Solomon at Just the News on how The uh, U.S. Capitol Police buried all the intelligence and other agencies in Washington, D.C., buried all the intelligence on the lead up to January 6th that would have, um, you know, allowed them to prepare more appropriately. But instead, uh, they buried the intelligence. They collect intelligence on us, you know, the American people. And uh, propaganda. Yeah, Chunk. Chunk actually says no propaganda from him and from Meet the Press and from NBC News. They don't. They don't stand by for that stuff. Remember, Hillary couldn't lose the 2016 election and President Trump couldn't win. That was Democrat Party propaganda, just as was the dossier, the Steele dossier, so-called. It wasn't a dossier. That was a French term. That's like, um, you know, I don't know, what's the French word for prostitute? (laughs) We just call them prostitutes here. And... uh, you know, the Chuck, Chuck Todd, you know, Chunk, he's uh, another old Democrat. Another old Democrat that uh, that uh, he was a campaign guy for a Democrat senator who was the most liberal senator in the Senate at the time. Chuck, and now his wife is a Democrat Party apparatchik who has her own company because her husband uh, was the host of Meet the Press. Like the Bernie Sanders campaign paid Chunk's wife millions of dollars 
and Chunk was interviewing Bernie Sanders at the time and not revealing that his household was bringing in millions of dollars from the Bernie Sanders campaign. There's just no propaganda there. There's, uh, you know, it's, it's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? It sure is. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, so Chunk, Chunk is leaving. And he announced uh, yesterday on uh, Face the Meat, a.k.a. Meet the Press, that he's leaving, but, you know, that he's real proud of the work they've done. And um, now he's being replaced, you know, because he's not a woman of color. Well, also, I mean, let's be honest, he's terrible. He's always been terrible at what he does. He's not a, he's not a legitimate journalist. He's certainly not a good journalist. He's not a serious person. He's not a bright person. He doesn't exactly have Hollywood good looks. He, uh, you know, what, what was it that he brought to the dance anyway? Well, he had been a uh, Democrat campaign staffer, and his wife is a Democrat Party apparatchik, and those are uh, probably pretty much good enough, I'm thinking. Yeah, so uh, that's, and he said, well, it's not my last show, but it's my last summer, my last summer, because they're going to let him play out the summer, and uh, you know, he's got stuff to pay off, the kids going, where, what do you, does he have kids? And do you think they're his? The uh, and 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 if he does, and they do, then they doubtless go to the you know the most exclusive private schools in the neighborhood with the political kids because that's what they all do in the media. Chunk Todd, welcome back. I have a personal announcement. Personal announcement. Well, today is not my final show. Oh no, this is going to be my final summer here at Meet the Press. Thank you. It's been an amazing, nearly decade-long run. Nearly I'm decade. Pretty, really proud of what this team and. Pretty. I built over the last decade, and pretty. frankly, the last 15-plus years that I've Pr- been here at NBC. Pretty or really? Didn't you notice he said, I'm pretty, and then stopped himself and said, really proud. Pretty proud. Uh, he needs everything in the teleprompter, otherwise he doesn't know what to say. So he's pretty proud, and he started out by saying he's pretty proud. Then, no, I'm really proud. I'm not pretty proud. I'm pretty, really proud of what this team... <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty proud, or really proud. The uh, second time it was really proud. First time it was pretty proud. That's a thing. Chunk. I've lo- loved so much of this job. Lo- helping loathed? to explain America to Washington. Wait, he's loathed? He's loathed so much of the job? I mean, loved so much of the job? I, I wonder why he's moving on from this job. I just, I can't understand. He's either pretty or really proud. And he's either loathed or loved the job because loathing and loving not exactly the same thing. I've lo- loved so much of this job, <laughs> helping to explain America to Washington and explain Washington to America. <laughs> and how's that working out? Probably pretty good for Chunk. That is, uh, he's loathed um, what he's pretty proud of. <laughs> or uh, he, he's loved what he's uh, really proud of. If you do this job seeking popularity, you are doing this job incorrectly. I take the attacks from partisans as compliments. And I take the compliments from partisans with a grain of salt. Wow. Uh, that, you know, I, I got I to gotta tell you. There's an old saying in uh, TV journalism, especially in Washington. If both sides hate you, then you're probably doing something right. Keyword there is probably. Because, <laughs> because that's... Uh, and, of course, let's uh, play it again, uh, Sam, because he's, uh, he's never tolerated propaganda except for the very long, long list of propaganda that he's peddled. So I leave feeling concerned about this moment in history, but reassured by the standards we've set here. Yeah. We didn't tolerate propagandists, and this network and program this. never will. Right, and this, they, they never will. This topic, this program never will. 
Right. That's a chunk. And he took the insults and uh, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. And uh, boy, just ridiculous. And um, chunk. He's uh, moving on. And they're uh, putting Kristen Welker because she is such a heavyweight. She is the George Foreman of journalism now. She she uh, throws a punch. Boy, she's big. And everybody knows her as an objective voice and so, so good chunk. The goal of this and every Meet the Press episode is to do all of the following in one informative hour. Make you mad, make you think, shake your head in disapproval, and, and nod your head in approval. If you do all of that in one hour of this show, we've done our job. Um, no, no. Well, that's uh, well. You got everything wrong, don't you? You just you got nothing right. How about uh, telling the story, um, uh, reporting the news, having an intelligent conversation on the great issues of our day, so that the limited number of viewers that uh, you maintain may engage in a well-informed public debate on the great issues of our time. Uh, because if that's not your goal and if that's not what you're doing, then you've got it all wrong. You've got it all completely wrong. Um, and by the way, d- something did pop over the weekend about uh, the RNC coming out and there's a, a debate going on. It shouldn't be a long debate about whether the Republican candidates should agree to have debates, hold debates on CNN, on MSNBC, and for that matter, on NBC on ABC or on CBS, and whether they should allow Washington Post reporters and PBS, there's another one, PBS. Uh, and honestly, the, um, the Republican Party should definitely not have debates sponsored by, hosted by any of those outlets because they are hell-bent on destroying the Republican Party and making sure that the Democrat Party wins. And that means the organizations and the individuals within those organizations, because that's the reality of our news media today. And it's a, it's a terribly sad thing to have to say, growing up in a news media family, working for CNN myself for those many years, and leaving in disgust because I, I started making up stories when people asked me what I did for a living. I uh, started... You know, I sell small arms in West Africa was one of my favorites, but I uh, uh, decided that I could no longer live with myself working for CNN and in the so-called mainstream news media. Um, And now with the debate going on at the RNC, I think the answer is pretty clear cut. And that is you don't have Republicans go on any of the the known networks, <laughs> CNN, MS, PBS, CBS, ABC, NBC, because they are politically corrupt. They are wings, uh, agents of the Democrat Party, and they are there to do um, them harm. And that's a tragic thing to have to say. And again, it kind of goes back to this John Wayne Gacy story that came up at the Talkers Convention in New York last week um, when this mass-murdering psychopath was captured. Never a part of the story, 
probably because he was a Democrat. But but we weren't doing that back then. And now everything, every school shooting. Well, what's his party affiliate? What are the stickers on his vehicle? Uh, what uh, what are his politics? What do the neighbors say about his politics? It's about the politics. It's about demonizing the other guy, and. Uh, and that's uh, tragically where we are. And that's uh, the news media driving the overwhelming majority of that, of course, naturally. Disgracefully. Repugnantly. But that's where we are today. And Chunk leaving and being replaced now by by Kristen Welker, uh, again, who is, and, and this is tragic, and, and it really is tragic, but when you're Kristen Welker uh, and you are chosen as the replacement for Chunk Todd and Chunk is being replaced for no apparent reason, they don't explain, and you see that Kristen Welker is uh, obviously is, is a woman, although I guess that's not obvious anymore either, and a, and a person of color, then, uh, and it's terrible, you know, it's, this is worse for women of color than for anybody else because the... The rebuttable assumption is, uh, the rebuttable presumption is that you're being chosen in large part, at least, because of your gender and because of your ethnicity or race. And that's, that's tragic for everyone involved. And honestly, most of all, probably, for, for Kristen Welker. Because it's, you know, it's about the soft bigotry of low expectations and the politics of race and the politics of gender. And the media corporations are in that up to their eyebrows. Uh, and, um, and sadly, you know, I'm going to say it out loud. I already have. Sadly, um, that is, and everybody knows it, but you can't say it out loud. Huh? Now, they didn't have any problem with Chunk, although he's been terrible all along. I always had a problem with Chunk. But, uh, but there it is. This is the media environ- environment in which we live. And, um, you know, everybody plays their cards, right, in this identity politics world that the Democrat Party, the left, has created. And it's bad for everyone. It's bad for Chunk, but, you know, nobody cares about him. Uh, it's bad for Kristen Welker. And it's bad for the dwindling number of viewers of NBC News meet the press. By the way, Chunk took over from Tim Russert, who had been there for years and years and was a stalwart and all that stuff. And he, too, was a former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer before he became the NBC News host of Meet the Press. It's been a consistent reality for not just years now, but generations. Its official reports say that the banking collapse of 2023 is more devastating than was the banking collapse of 2008. And right now, a series of global financial dominoes are falling. It's not over yet, ladies and gentlemen. Don't wait for that email to show up saying, sorry, your account has been frozen. We've all got to take action now to protect what we've worked so hard for over the years. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets to help you get smart. Request their free wealth protection guide. Call them at 888, the number 4, GOLD20. 
That's 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, lickety-split, all without tax consequences. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4GOLD20 to get your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. So NBC uh, News moves on. And, you know, I'm sure Kristen Welker is a perfectly nice person. But they've created a problem that I don't think they can dig themselves out of. And Kristen Welker, heavyweight though she may be, <laughs> is not the solution to their journalistic problem. That's the subtle racism of lowered expectations. Bing Crosby said that. No, Bill Cosby said that. That's racist. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, if you go to a New York Post story on Kristen Welker from October 17th of 2020, Kristen Welker, upcoming presidential debate moderator, has deep Democrat ties. Deep Democrat ties. She was caught leaking a question to Hillary Clinton's campaign about a topic that she would be discussing with Hillary Clinton before um, the There was a debate, and then they had a post-debate interview. Kristen Welker was going to be interviewing Hillary Clinton. Uh, Kristen Welker talking to Jennifer Palmieri of the Hillary Clinton press office. Uh, She told her what she was going to be asking about so they could prepare. Um, She uh, she has one African-American parent, one white parent that's featured prominently in her Wikipedia page. Her mother um, and her father... Donated $20,000 to Barack Obama's campaign alone, thousands of dollars to Joe Biden's 2020 campaign, thousands to Hillary Clinton's campaign. She was a registered Democrat in Washington, D.C. She went to Harvard, naturally, didn't everybody? Registered Democrat in Rhode Island, and then she got here and registered as an independent. You know, she's a reporter. It's a little bit of a political gift for the Clinton campaign. I had forgotten that David Gregory took over the Gibbon. 
He took over from Tim Russert. Tim Russert was a Capitol Hill staffer, longtime Democrat Capitol Hill staffer. Yeah, my friend Jeff reminded me, no, no, David Gregory took over from Russert, and then Chunk took over from Gregory. He had that issue with the high-capacity magazine uh, for an AR-15 in the set or whatever that was, and, and uh, mm, 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 mm. yeah, David Gregory took over. Yeah, that's uh, what went on. And, uh, yeah, and Tim Russert's son, he's, uh, he's a ball of fun, isn't he? He's, uh, he's out there being him. Now, let's, we've got some uh, uh, Kristen Welker, and she's the new one taking over Meet the Press for NBC News. We went and we looked in our library of audio that we have collected over the years from uh, Kristen Welker, and it goes, she's uh, pro-Hillary and anti-Trump, and she's uh, obviously uh, political. She wears it on her sleeve. And uh, just some of the audio that we have in our, you know, on our hard drive, if you will, of Kristen Welker from over the years. Secretary Clinton, you lost Nice to see you. Great to see you. Iowa in 2008. How do you win this time? What's your strategy? I'm having a great time. Can't look forward to any more than I am. Thank you. What did you learn in 2008, Secretary That's her covering Hillary Clinton in 2015 campaign. Hi. So happy to see Kristen Welker. And is, what did she, what did she? Is that where she started with? How, how are you enjoying your birthday? Oh, that's a, that's a that's another one. Here's uh, uh, Kristen Welker covering the woman that she would vote for, Hillary Clinton. So Secretary Clinton declining to directly answer my question, instead reiterated what we've heard from her, which is that she's excited to be back in Iowa. Yeah, uh, she's excited to be back in Iowa. It was real. It was real good. Kristen Welker, she's a crackerjack reporter. How are you feeling on your birthday? On her 69th birthday, Hillary Clinton barnstorming critical Florida for a second day. She had a chance to get a question is, and it was, how are you feeling on your birthday of a presidential candidate? Uh, that's the kind of hard-hitting reporting that we've been looking for. At long last, NBC News has Kristen Welker at the helm of Meet the Press. And the mood is somber here inside the Javits Center. A number of supporters have left in tears. I've been walking around. People have stunned expressions on their faces. One person described it as grief setting in. That was the uh, that was just a great night. That was the night that uh, the Javits Center, the Hillary Clinton headquarters in New York, where she was going to come out wearing purple and declare victory. Uh, instead, she spent the night throwing ashtrays at her husband's head and <laughs> and crying. And everybody was crying. And they're walking around the Javits Center crying. And I think that uh, Kristen Welker was probably one of them uh, because you know she she's uh, what's that? Oh, yeah, and this one is about, uh, this is President Trump uh, on uh, Kristen Welker. She was assigned to the White House. And I, I read an article saying she was uh, seen as a, as a ferocious uh, reporter. That was during the Trump years, though, where she shouted and screamed and everything. The New York Post back in 2020, they got a, uh, uh, a, 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 a quote from a Trump White House person who, uh, talking about Kristen Welker, said, anyone who's ever dealt with Welker knows she's an activist, not a reporter. The White House press, uh, uh, the White House press team views her, this is the, the White House, the Trump press office people working for Trump. The White House press team views her the same way they would AOC or Pelosi if they walked into the, uh, if they walked into the office. 
So that's the, the Trump. And here's President Trump talking about uh, Kristen Welker. We have another one of them coming up next week, you know, Kristen Welker. She deleted her entire account. I wonder why. I can't imagine. You know, I've known her for a long time. She's extraordinarily unfair, but that's all right. She's uh, deleted her entire account. I assume that's her Twitter, uh, maybe her Facebook account. President Trump pointing out that she's, uh, you know, she's an activist. And the uh, White House, the Trump White House, said she was an activist. And, and she's, uh, you know, that's why she's a successful reporter at NBC News and has just been promoted to the million-dollar job of the Sunday host of uh, Meet the Press. Tim Russert. Tim Russert was much better. He was fun to watch. And although he was a lifelong Democrat apparatchik, um, at least the the show had, well, it had more balance than it had uh, with uh, David Gregory and then Chunk Todd and now Kristen Welker is an activist. And it's why nobody watches these shows. I, in fact, uh, a couple of friends of mine, uh, former news people, one of them still a news person, on a text thread that I uh, am on every day, a uh, friend texted, remember when the Sunday shows mattered? <laughs> and I do remember when the Sunday shows matter. They, they don't anymore, that's for sure. All right, let's get to the, uh, let's get to the, next, uh, the next big topic, because there are lots of big, uh, lots of big topics. And... Um, one of them, actually, I'd like to get to Sheldon Whitehouse because this is pretty funny stuff, this Sheldon Whitehouse stuff. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh You know how they are. Let's go to Sheldon Whiteman, also known as Sheldon White Club because of the whites-only club that he belongs to in uh, New Hampshire. It's a yacht club. It's a yacht club. His wife is apparently very wealthy. Um, and, um, and that's, you know, that's a good way to go. If you can find a really wealthy wife, if you're a man, I'm in favor of much more, uh, wealthy women. Got to have more wealthy women out there just to level the playing field. So I'm, I'm all in favor of that. And Sheldon Whitehouse, he was, he was kind of busted by a, and it was a local reporter up there with his, his whites only club. Um, and, and it's okay because he's a Democrat, right? The, the Democrats, they can do this, and, and it's not a problem for them because the news media, okay? Fox News reported this story. In 2021, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse reveals he belongs to a yacht club that lacks diversity. That's uh, the, <laughs> that's it, lacks diversity. Belongs to a yacht club. <laughs> and when you say lacks diversity, what do you mean by that? The sailing club is the second elite Rhode Island institution White House has been linked to, allegedly lacking diversity. That is to say, there are no members allowed who are people of color. But when you're a Democrat, that's okay. When when uh, uh, Sheldon Whitehouse was on, he was on with uh, the Reverend Al Charlatan yesterday on MSDNC. Was it yesterday or Saturday? Sunday. Yesterday, Sunday on uh, MSDNC. I was out at the shooting range, you know, out uh, out uh, qualifying and certifying. So I wasn't watching the, and not that I'd watched Reverend Al Charlatan anyway on Sunday, except maybe for laughs. But uh, the uh, the good senator from Rhode Island, Democrat, uh, belongs to all these racist institutions. Let's call them what they'd call them if a Republican belonged to a whites-only club, a racist yacht club in Rhode Island. And he was out there talking to the Reverend Al Charlatan yesterday, who didn't bring it up, and. Um, 
And listen to what he accidentally reveals, that the big bill that adds trillions to our national debt doesn't do anything for the American people, but it helps helps the Democrats. So screw the American people. This is all about us. Here's in Sheldon, not very bright White House revealed yesterday, talking to the Reverend Al Charlatan. If you look at the quiet signing ceremony that Joe Biden had, he did not take a big victory lap. Um, I think he understands that in the cage match of Washington, D.C. politics, he gave the Republicans one heck of a thrashing. But in the world of policy and of families and of people going to work, uh, there was nothing in that bill that was very good for anybody in America. Okay. So in terms of, uh, you know, it was a political, now, first of all, it, uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that the media is calling it a political victory for Joe Biden just shows how corrupt the news media is. Uh, and uh, secondly, he just admitted in the end of that, when it comes to policy and families in America, there is nothing in the bill that's good for America or Americans, but they're declaring a political victory because that's the cage match that is Washington, D.C. In the world of policy and of families and of people going to work, uh, there was nothing in that bill that was very good for anybody in America. Nothing in the bill that was very good for anybody. He voted for it, of course. Sheldon Whiteman did. Uh, but, you know, for families and people going to work, taxpayers, Americans, voters, nothing in there that's good for us. And he refers to us as them, you should notice. Because he's Sheldon Whiteman at the Whites Only Yacht Club in Rhode Island with his very wealthy wife and his truck stripe suits and his Washington haircut. And the Reverend Al Charlatan uh, probably had no idea what he was talking about, what he meant by what he said there. But there is nothing in the bill that's good for us, for the American people, for working families, people that go to work, for families. In terms of policy, nothing in the bill that's good for us. And that slipped out. And did the Reverend Al Charlatan stop him and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Did you just say what I heard you say? Because uh, that didn't happen because he's on Team Democrat, too, as is all of MSDNC and, for that matter, NBC News, which is why they they enjoy the trust level that child molesters enjoy in prison, which is not a lot. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? Could have been Gurgle. Might have been influenced by Gurgle. Uh, Senator Sheldon White Club, uh, we're talking to the Reverend Al Charlton yesterday, and, uh, and uh, uh, White, Whites Only revealed that there's nothing in the bill that's good for the American people. The Reverend Al Charlton didn't spot it or let it go by. Uh, the senator is too dumb to realize what he just said, but said that issued the Republicans a thrashing, right? And uh, But at least it was bad for America. Sheldon Whiteman. What he did do was he teed us up for 2024 quite well by showing that the Republicans were extremists, by putting the entire House Republican caucus on record, voting for a bill that would cost 700,000 jobs and provoke a recession, and being unwilling to def uh, change one crooked 
uh, tax loophole in the tax code. They defended all of the junk in the tax code. Pause that. <clears throat> he voted for it. All right. Um, in fact, it couldn't have passed without more Democrats in the House voted for the bill than Republicans in the House voted for the bill, even though the Republicans have the majority in the House. And the Democrat-controlled Senate voted for it, and Joe Biden signed it and declared victory. And the news media declared him the hero of the story. And now that the bill is in the rearview mirror, you see it kills 700,000 jobs and will cause a recession. But we're going to blame the Republicans because they control one house of Congress. And that's what the news media is here to do. Sheldon, uh, white racist, uh, continued. So politically, it was a very smart move, and I think it tees him up to move forward uh, towards 24 pretty effectively. So politically, it tees him up, but it's going to cost us 700,000 jobs, cause a recession, does nothing for the American family or working people, uh, may lead to a recession, uh, but it's a victory, not for the American people, but for Joe Biden and the Democrats, and that's what the Democrat senator from Rhode Island said to his pal, the Reverend Al Charlatan, on MSDNC yesterday. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm. You're a Democrat party. That's who they are. And when he says that part out loud, the news media doesn't notice. They dismiss it. They say, pay no attention to what the senator just said because it's true. So let's make sure that no one pays any attention to that. Isn't that amazing stuff? In terms of policy, nothing for the American family, nothing for people that go to work, that pay taxes, that raise their children. Um, no, 700,000 jobs recession. But we're going to blame the Republicans and we'll get away with it, is what he's saying. And NBC News pretends that Tawana Brawley's Reverend Al Charlatan is a journalist. And there you have it. You know that you can purify the air in your home and your office, get clean, healthy, fresh-smelling air, eliminate odors, kill mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses Oxy technology, which naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air. O3 molecules seek out odors in the air and uh, destroy them. It's an amazing thing. It doesn't mask or cover up odors like a spray can. It eliminates them. It's called the Thunderstorm because it purifies the air in your home and provides you with pure, fresh air, just like after a thunderstorm. And right now, you can save $200 American on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for more than $600 each. So you can put one in your basement, one in your bedroom, one in your teenager's room, any place you like to breathe clean, fresh air. And with this special offer, you're getting three units for under $200. You can hold one in your hand. It's only about this big. So go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code CHRIS, that's me, and I'm going to save you $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS, and shipping is free. Yes, sir. Yeah, he revealed a lot there. It's amazing. Nobody noticed, including the million-dollar journalist that was pretending to interview him. What a country, huh? 
in the world of policy and of families and of people going to work, uh, there was nothing in that bill that was very good for anybody in America. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I, uh, I've got so much, so much. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones. I haven't gone to the telephones in a little while. Oh, I should mention also that I'm uh, going to Chicago this week because Thursday night I have an event with WLS Radio in Chicago, Illinois. And uh, if you go to the WLS website, there are still a few tickets available for Thursday night's event. Dinner, cocktails, like-minded individuals, lots of fun for everyone. I'm uh, coming into Chicago later this week and, and uh, back and forth uh, to Washington. But Thursday night, WLS, go to the WLS website and uh, find the events tab. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you there on, uh, on Thursday night. We'll have beers, not Bud Lights. And uh, you know, have fun and take pictures and tell jokes and make fun of people. Let's go to uh, let's go to Lisa calling from Alexandria, Virginia. Lisa, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks for taking my call, Chris. Oh, and sure. uh, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations also on your news ba- Newsmax show. Thank you very much. But I I just wanted to uh, kind of renew our conversation from a couple of years ago after the debate between Trump and. Biden, I called in and suggested that we just jettison the whole format for debates in this country because it's a fiction to think that any news commentator is going to be unbiased. It's just a fiction. We do not live in an unbiased country. So my suggestion at the time, and I think it's still, I wish, I think it's something to consider is to have two people from Brookings, for instance, and two people from Heritage, for instance, ask the questions of the opposite political figure. I think it's the only way to get really clear, concise, honest questioning of our politicians, which is something the American people deserve. Well, I'm I'm with you uh, 100%, and you were way ahead of the curve um Compared to everyone, Lisa. So, you know, that makes you a political genius. You understand that, right? Well, thank you. Um, and uh, and I'm with you. And I think the Heritage Foundation should host the Republican debates. I don't think the Brookings Institution, you know, they provided that uh, Russian, what was his name, Ivan or Igor, who was involved in the uh, dossier fraud and, and all of that. I don't think Brookings should be invited to the Republican things either. But I agree with you. It should be the Heritage Foundation for Republicans. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.